Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. If we don't move in our own direction, we're going to become extinct. In fact, in some cases, we're close to being extinct right now. Presented by the law offices of Pond, Lehigh, Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. It's Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. And welcome in, everyone, to Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. As we come to you on a Saturday night, it is three hours of the Labor Show, J-Doc, with J-Doc and Krause. We kick off tonight from 6 to 7, from 7 to 8, and then 8 to 9. This is our official start, our official beginning uh, of our new path, and we begin tonight uh, with a great one-hour feature. I mean, it's going to be an incredible show. I mean, this is an all-star cast. If there ever was one, we got the Boilermakers Hour uh, in in, in Hour 1. Then we got got Sam Pond, we got Wendell uh, Young, we got uh, Chris Woods, and then uh, Johnny Doc in our cleanup spot at 8 o'clock. So we got a phenomenal show, and this first hour, what a doozy. Uh, We're going to get right into it. We have a lot of ground to cover as we come on the air here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We shout out to about 30,000 Boilermakers around the country uh, tuning in uh, to the show. And with that, uh, hello, and that shout-out, J-Doc, I'll let you bring in uh, our special guest. Full one-hour show, 6 to 7 to kick it off. Absolutely, Joe, and it's my pleasure to introduce the, the Boilermakers uh, leadership from around the state uh, in, and New Jersey. Uh, I want to welcome John Bland, business manager of Local 13. I want to uh, welcome Jimmy Chu, business manager of Local 28, and Sean Steffi, business agent from Local 154. Gentlemen, welcome to the broadcast. Thanks for having us, Jay. Thank you. It's great to have all of you here. And, you know, we got a lot to talk about. By the end of this show, our listeners are going to know what the heck the, the so-called Green New Deal is. Every time I think about it, it drives me crazy. Uh, and so having said that, I want to go to my, my our friend John Bland, who uh, is, is the business manager of Local 13. John, uh, obviously, welcome to the broadcast. And if you will, tell our listeners what the so-called Green New Deal is. I appreciate that, Joe. And I said, I'd like to start off right now. I said, the Green New Deal, it's a minimalistic solution to a very complex problem. Recognizing that the industry, wind and solar electricity, bring little to no value to the electric grid. The concept is that if you are looking for reliable electric power, then it does not make much sense to rely on the unreliable. The United States needs a reliable, affordable power. Yeah, and, and, and having said that, now and I'm going to go to, to Jimmy Chu. First of all, Jimmy, welcome to the broadcast. Um, and, and if you could, Jim, th- th- tell our listeners how the, 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 the Green New Deal's agenda is being pushed in, in a deceptive manner across the country. Okay, Joe, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I, li- I like to start out and just say, that there's, there's billions of dollars being spent to push this agenda. Uh, there's special interest groups out there. There's lobbying that's going on at, at our nation's capital to push this. Um, basically, what I see of it is big money has invested in the, the new Green Deal here, and it is, it's going to cost hundreds of thousands of jobs 
unless I guess you want to work in a two billion square foot Amazon warehouse for twelve dollars an hour. Um, if I could, I'd like to start with some fallacies that they're jamming down our throat here uh, that they're not letting us know on the on the whole solar panel industry. I'll be, I'll be my guest. Okay. So basically, the solar panels, right from their beginning in manufacturing, they need, uh, from when they're produced, a solar panel has to mine these uh, rare uh, minerals. And these minerals are basically mined in countries that have no labor laws. And, and basically, you know, I don't want to call it slavery, but it's not much, much better than that, that these people are being treated. But we seem to turn our head on that uh, when, it, when it fits, fits us. You know, and, and like I said, the materials that are needed are of the rare, as they call them. And uh, what you're going to end up having here is our energy dependency, because we don't have these minerals in our country, is going to come back. And we just gained our energy dependency. Uh, dependency and I, I can't see us, you know, going down this path. So yeah, basically, when they're manufacturing a solar panel, mm-hmm. there's some bad stuff that, that is produced through manufacturing, like selenium, tellurium, arsenic, cadmium, to name, just to name some of them. These products are proven to be worse to the environment than the so-called CO2 gas effect. You know, so... That, that's and that, and by, Jimmy, let me jump in there for a second. The, the, and that's, you know, the, the Green New Deal, that, that, that's supposed to be uh, a savior to our environment. That's, a, that's about, that's what they're actually pushing. They're actually... You know, the, the, the big deal is it's a trade-off. They're trying to, you know, get rid of fossil fuels and, you know, take wind and solar and, and replace it with that. And they're saying that it's supposed to be, it, it's going to help the environment. It's, you know, it's it's a, a totally new in, in environmental opportunity. They're not mentioning all that stuff, are they? No, no, they're not telling you about it because I'm telling you, Joe, big money has invested their, their assets in, into this Green New Deal. And until they get their money out of it, they don't want to hear another word. And, that, and that's how I see it. You know, these elements that they're putting into the, that, that it takes to make a panel, they continually, continually leach into the solar fields. And eventually they render that ground uh, poisonous. You'll, you'll never be able to use it again for growing, you know, corn or, or whatever in the future. You know, it... And the average solar panel does not reach a zero carbon footprint until basically 10 to 12 years of its lifespan. So basically you have about eight years left, which the proficiency of the, of the panel has been greatly reduced. <laughs> and then at the end of this, which they, nobody will tell you, there's a, there's a disposal issue, right? And basically, 20-year lifespan of the panel, right, there's, there's no disposal plan to tackle the cleanup of these panels. So I'm telling you, in about 10 to 15 years, we're going to ha- be faced with dealing with the disposal of this hazardous material of these panels. Got it. And, and, and the truth here is the advocates and the special interest groups are swaying our politicians with their billions and flooding our media with propaganda to push their agenda. You know, and, and, and it's going to lead us into it, there's hundreds of thousands of jobs here on the line. If you think you've seen an economic downturn with COVID, wait and see what happens with this thing fully implemented, Joe. 
It's the Labor Show here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, along with J. Doc M. Joe Krause as we kick off uh, on a Saturday night. John Bland, business manager of Local 13, Jimmy Chu, business manager of Local 28, and Sean Steffi, a business agent from Local 154. We'll bring Sean into the conversation uh, in just a moment. Gentlemen, about three, four minutes until we get uh, to our uh, opening break. Um, And I just want uh, the audience to be able, the listening audience, to be able to process and understand um, exactly what you're saying. And and I'm putting myself in that, uh, you know, in that thought process as well. In simple terms, um, and, and, and Jimmy, either you can answer or John can start and you can jump in, but in simple terms, from what I gather now, is the panels that are being produced to fuel this uh, to fuel the panels, the panels that are being made, they're being made with materials that are not good for the environment. Is that is that accurate? Go ahead, John. Yeah, Joe, I think you're 100% right. You know, we'll probably find out the building solar panels significantly increases emissions of nitrogen trifluoride, that's NF3, which is a lot more potent than carbon dioxide as a greenhouse gas over the last over, um, I would say, if you expand that, let's say, a 100-year time period, if you do that, there's a lot of chemicals in there that's going to be worse than the fossil fuels. Now, you want to take a look at the silicon tetrachloride. Excuse me, I have a hard time with that pronunciation. No, they that's okay. Animals. And <clears throat> the other thing with that one is when some of these leach into the ground, when, Joe, when Jimmy talked about that, what happened in California when tornadoes wiped out like 40,000 panels? Where did that go? And when the hurricanes came through Puerto Rico and wiped out 90, 90% of the solar panel fields and all those chemicals, where did they go? Into the ocean because they couldn't find them. Hey, hey Joe, I'll just let you know, down here in New, in New Jersey, in South Jersey, most of the farm fields around me have big signs out on their, uh, on their land saying, no solar panel fields on my ground. So, so the word's getting out. They're realizing what this is really doing, you know. And like I said, it, it's big money pushing it, you know. And, and you got a company like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but you got a company like Amazon with Jeff Bezos sinking $90 billion into the new Green Deal. You know, how about if Jeff Bezos takes some of that money and sinks it into the research and development of carbon capture? Right, so that we can use all of our energy assets, right from wind, solar, hydro, nuclear, right, rated right, right and fossil fuel too. Let, let's let, let's put some research into our in our most abundant natural resource for energy, right, fossil fuels. How about Jeff Bezos kicks in ninety billion dollars for that? You know, it's well, interesting. It's interesting you mentioned that because crazier things have happened. Look at the South Philly refinery where you guys lost so many jobs down there. Crazy things are happening right now in this country. And one of the craziest things is a refinery selling for 25 to the lowest bidder by 25, 35 million dollars. 
We covered so, that, Jay. We covered that yeah, story so in my great point detail, Jay. It, it doesn't make sense. It's ridiculous. So you know something's up, like the fellows are saying. Today in Philly Labor, as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, it's the Boilermakers Hour. We're going to spend a lot of time uh, on the conversation. We're here until all the way to the top of the hour. After the break, Sean Steffi will jump in and join us. He's the for, he's the business agent for Local 154. Jay Doc will bring him into the conversation as well. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show are sponsored by Plumbers Local 690, Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, Iron Workers Local 401, and SEIU Local 32BJ District 1201. This whole nonsense about not giving workers the right to organize with so-called right to work, that's bad. Something like that comes to my desk, I'll be to it, not just because I'm a Democrat, not just because I'm pro-labor, but because I know for a fact that's not very smart. And back here live on Saturday night, it is today, it is, uh, today in Labor, J-Doc, uh, as we come to you uh, uh, with the Labor Show on a Saturday. It's the first of three hours. I'm excited, man. We're doing three hours uh, of Labor Radio uh, tonight on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And our opening hour uh, is the Boilermakers, and it's a serious conversation. It's a serious topic. You're talking hundreds of thousands of jobs. Yeah, on the line. A, a lot. Lives are being impacted. And... Something ain't right. You, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, do they think the American people are stupid? Well, we're here to uh, demystify this situation. I want to bring into the broadcast uh, Sean Steffi, business agent, Local 154. How are you, Sean? Good, Joe. Good, buddy. Great to have you, my friend. And um, start off by telling us, what, what is Reggie? Okay, Reggie is the Regional Greenhouse Gas Initiative. It's going to basically be a carbon tax against our fossil fuel industry electricity generation of our coal and gas-fired power plants. Now, the big thing, that, and this is going to help if he gets his tax revenue to help the renewable clean energy, which is a complete farce, because the big thing with renewables is they're not clean energy. They need fossil fuels to even exist. So if you take one two-megawatt windmill, and it has 900 tons of steel, 2,500 tons of cement, 45 tons of lubricants and petrochem- that comes from petrochemical plants, and then you have your carbon fibers to make the blades. So not only saying that, we need the coal to make steel. And when you start putting these in, they need a mass amount of land. So just to give you a quick reference, i got three coal-fired power plants in my area. They sit on a combined 5,600 acres of land, and they produce somewhere around 6,000 megawatts, all three of them. To have the same with windmills, you'll need over 140,000 acres just to replace those three power plants. In the solar industry, you'll need 40,000 acres to replace that. And that's for an intermittent, unreliable source of energy that absolutely has to be backed up by a fossil fuel. Because if the sun's not shining and the wind's not blowing, they cannot produce electricity. So you have to have on-demand fossil fuel-driven electricity. So it's a complete misconception 
of what's going on in the renewable industry, and Reggie is pushing this, and it's going to turn us into an importer of electricity instead of an exporter, and it's going to kill our industry. Sean, let me ask you if you can to repeat for me or for the listening audience the amount of land that is needed. I think you used the example of the windmills that are in logistically in your area. It sounded so to me every- like a it sounded like a staggering like a staggering amount of land is needed. And that you can fact check me it's 50 acres per 2 megawatt windmill. You're looking at 3,000 solar panels for 1 megawatt. Okay? Yeah. So we're talking about a staggering amount of land. We're talking about a staggering amount of our of deforestation in Pennsylvania trees. We're not talking select cut. We're talking a clear cut. And now you've got erosion problems and sediment that will run into our lakes and rivers and streams. And that's already a billion-dollar industry problem right there. So... This industry is not the answer. The answer is carbon capture technology, utilizing our fossil fuel industry, creating reliable and energy-intensive industries that can depend on that. And that's manufacturing. That's jobs. That's what we need to have in this state. And we've got the abundant resources right here in Pennsylvania to do it. And it's time to wake up and start using the right technologies. Sean, let me ask you a question. What, I mean, this this sounds like a no-brainer. I mean, and, and what are what are our politicians saying about this? In other words, I know we're a bunch of idiots. We're we're, we're blue collar. We're we're, we're working class people. I guess we must be stupid, okay? Because uh, what you're saying is it seems as obvious as the nose on our face. We need people to be educated, and that's why we're doing the show. What are our political leaders saying about this situation? Well, I can tell you right now, the far-left environmentals that has taken over part of my Democratic Party yeah. don't want to hear the facts, okay? Now, the other side of it, they understand what brings jobs. They understand that we got to have this, and we can become the energy hub of the Northeast, right here in Pennsylvania, if we move forward with our fossil fuels and do it environmentally friendly with technology. We don't, this here is, this is only the tip of the iceberg of the problem. They don't know how to recycle the solar panels. It is hazardous waste. They don't know how to recycle the windmill blades. They can't recycle them. They're filling our landfills. And other countries have already known this. And because of its intermittent unreliable sources, you've got to have a backup. Just look at California. Renewables can't cut it for them. So what are they doing? They're having rolling blackouts. They're cutting on other uh, industries and other states to import it into and you can't just have, you know, sitting idle these gas and coal-fired power plants like, oh, okay, we need you now. And then when night turn comes and there's no sign they need them, they want to do away with them. Nobody wants that, and we need to push forward, and we need to wake up in this state of Pennsylvania. John, uh, John Bland, uh, talk to me about the, you know, the, the other states that have dealt with this situation and other countries, Mexico, Germany. Uh, and 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 they they've been dealing with this situation. Tell our listeners what's going on there. Well, you know what the ramifications of what's going on. And like I said, you know, first of all, let me tell you something. The Boilermakers are part of what's name, uh, Sportsman Alliance. We 
Our VA jobs all lives. about we're, we are all about the environment. Don't get me wrong. This message is not about just jobs right now. We want to do things correctly and right. Boilermakers support the Sportsman Alliance. We like to hunt. We like to finch. We like to camp. We love our families. We want this thing around for a long time. If you want to talk about the other problems with Germany in 2019, Germany pulled out all subsidies from windmills. It was erratic. It was destroying their economy. They had the highest electric prices stated in the world. Mexico wow. this year, May of 2020, Mexico just pulled all subsidies from what's <clears throat> excuse me, all subsidies from what's name uh, for wind and solar, intermittent power to the for the group for the grid. It was destroying them. The other problems too that they're starting to see is Great Britain. They struggle with the same thing. The other ones too is Denmark, South Australia. And it's starting to affect the United States, and it's no, going to California. Let me now, jump in on this for a second. Going on. You had rolling blackouts in California. And this let me just jump, worse. John. This could have been a lot worse. People could have died right away with serious blackouts because you were not relying too much on renewables. And don't get me wrong. they got to look together. We all have to work together with all our energy resources. And, and, and let me just say this. I, I, guys... And, 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 and I'll go to Jimmy Choo. Am I right? I'm a regular guy. I don't, you know, you guys, you guys are experts. And, and like you said, John Bland said, we're for the environment. We want to work together. We want to, we're trying to do the right thing. This isn't a one-way street only about jobs. But my question, uh, Jimmy, we're talking about windmills and solar panels. So are you actually telling me when there's no wind and there's no sun, we're at, you know, th there's no energy. That's correct, Joe. You know, and, and like just to piggyback on John and Sean, we're not against wind. We're not against solar, hydro, nuclear, and we're certainly not against fossil fuel. We need to use every asset we have in our energy portfolio, and we, and we need to make fossil our biggest asset that we have available to us part of it and not just kill it. So what you have, most windmills – spend more time chasing the wind than making energy, and, and that's a fact. And, and basically, the, from manufacturing, is so costly, it'll never offset to zero through production through the span of its life. The United States government has subsidized over $120 billion in wasted efforts on this, this source of energy. And, and, you know, I try and pull myself out of it as not a tradesman, or a boilermaker who, whose, you know, livelihood depends on this, and I, and I try to see all sides. And if I just sat there with my eyes closed, and just to, to piggyback on Sean's uh, calculus there of, of how much land is needed, because 40,000 acres is beyond my brain capability. But seven acres of land is needed to produce one megawatt of energy. One, mega, one, mega, one wind turbine produces one megawatt of energy, and they're all under optimal conditions, right? In contrast to that, a five-acre swat of land on a natural gas uh, energy plant produces 500 megawatts of energy in any condition. So if you were to tell me that and I just have my eyes closed here, I'd be going, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? Yep. You, you know, Joe? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a no-brainer. You know what else is a no-brainer? And I know we're going to be going to break pretty soon, but what's a no-brainer is we just became self-sufficient in energy.
That's okay. Right. Well, you know, we're 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 we're. we're controlling our own destiny now and we're throwing it away for some billionaires that think we're all a bunch of idiots it's the labor show on talk radio 1210 wpht it's our kickoff uh hour six to seven with the boilermakers uh the topic uh deals with the green new deal enlightening information the so-called green new deal Deal. enlightening information uh, a must listen uh, just for the general public, um, I, I wonder, me included, how many people listening and tuning in tonight don't even know the details oh. that we're talking about. It's just an amazing thing. We'll get to a commercial break. Well, we'll continue on the other side with John Bland, Jimmy Chu, and Sean Steffi. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show are sponsored by Sprinkler Fitters Local 692, Iron Workers Local 405, and Steam Fitters Local 420. We're going to try to work with Republicans in a bipartisan way to find solutions to what really is not working. And back here on the Labor Show as we come to you on a Saturday night. Don't forget, coming up top of the hour, Wendell Young, Chris Woods, Sam Pond, all part of our number two uh, of our uh, triple hour, triple header tonight, Jay Doc. Oh, yeah. And then in hour number three, uh, John Doherty, one on one for the full hour. That's eight to nine o'clock tonight. Back uh, into uh, our show tonight, conversation with uh, the Boilermakers. Uh, Jay Doc, it is uh, incredible uh, how much information. We're learning how much I didn't know. You know, you know what's incredible to me? How, I didn't know, Jay. How, how uh, a bunch of billionaires are so easy to push th- not only our, 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 our ability to be self sufficient as, as a nation energy wise, but to de- destroy so many jobs right in front of our face when it's not right. And one of the things I, I, I notice about this, you know, the term right to work, it's a deceptive term, it's a PR term. And, you know, it's a good one, though. Who would ever be against right to work, right? You know, you would think it's the right to work. It's not. It's ridiculous. It's an attack against collective bargaining. It's the race to the bottom. Well, that's what the Green New Deal is. The Green New Deal is an awesome name, but it's a deceptive name. Who would be against the Green New Deal? It's ridiculous. And, 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 Jimmy Chu, when you talk about, you know, the deceptive, uh, you know, way the this agenda is being pushed. I mean that 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 that's what you're up against. Am I right? This is this is a bunch of deceptive talk uh, as a smokescreen for a bunch of billionaires who want to you know wipe the, the our country of fossil fuels. You're right, Joe. And, and here's here's basically what it is. You got a lot of big money corporations sinking a lot of money in, into this green new deal, right? And their hopes are that in ten years they're going to triple or quadruple their money. I mean that's the way the game's played. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, been played forever right but the problem is they're dealing with hundreds of thousands of lives here i got member i'm living the new green deal here in new jersey right now i'm telling you i got members that can't pay their mortgages they're lost their houses it it, it, it's it's crumbling out over here and we got to pull this thing together on the jersey side um there's going to come a time here where we're either going to be importing our our energy from pennsylvania hopefully they don't buy into the reggie deal you know, and, and we're going to pay through the nose. Our our electric bills are going to go through the roof. I'm telling you right now, and and, and it's all about big money pushing their agenda on the, the American people. And I'm sick and tired of it. 
and I hope the rest of the union world and the non-union world see what's going on here, and they stand up for themselves because their voices need to be heard. I mean, there's no question about it. Having said that, uh, you know, we, we're, we're, we're in a situation here, and it's a dangerous, dangerous situation, um, you know, that, that is not only going to wipe jobs off the table, but it's not a, a, a sound – You at what time – I'll say John Bland. At, you guys want to work with the politicians. Am I correct? You guys are not sitting here going it's our way or the highway. And one of, one of your issues before was when did when did – we not work together. Is that still, you know, a situation that you guys, you know, are, are, are talking about? Doc, you know, I said that before. When do we stop working together? And, and I mentioned that before to you. You know, I'm not a kid. I'm not too old. But I do remember the problems, you know, in the late 70s, 80s. And you had the acid rain. You had other things. You didn't have one industry, industry saying shut it down. They said, hey, we got to fix this. So scientists, you know, environmentalists, we got together. We came up with the bag houses. We come up with the precipitators. We come up with the catalyst recovery systems. We fix the solutions. We Man can do anything we want. We can fix anything. But you know what? Don't have one organization say shut it down. Yeah. This asinine story of you want to get rid of fossil fuel, it's not going to happen. Because well, John, before you go Joe, into that, John, John, how many, there's thousands, literally thousands of products that are derivative of crude oil. Talk about that for a second, because that's what you're talking about right now. Oh, yeah. I'm all over the place with this then, Joe, because if you want to talk about the Air Force, the Navy, that's not going to run on fairy dust. We are not getting rid of fossil fuel. More than 6,000 products come from the derivatives of crude oil, including every part of solar panels and wind turbines, also critical medical equipment, such as ultrasound systems, ventilators, medicines, masks, gloves, soaps, and hand sanitizers. We can go on and on. I don't have time to tell you all 6,000. Your life is, revolves around it. And, and so having Absolutely. said that, yeah, Sean, jump in here, man, because, you know, I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of potential uh, job loss here, but it's also a fact that this is ingrained in our society. I mean, what are these people trying to do? Yeah, listen, here, here's a great way to take a look at this. I, I, if everybody for just one day would look at everything they use that's derived from a fossil fuel, from their laptops, cell phones, cars, everything, clothing, food, and you figure out what you could eliminate and not use a fossil fuel, you're living in a cave with a candle. And then the biggest thing that I really want to bring back up on the Reggie, what so infuriates me, West Virginia and Ohio are also exporters of electricity. Pennsylvania is the leader in exporting electricity. They will not join Reggie, okay, because they're capitalizing on our stupidity right now. And if you ask me, they're moving the goalposts completely out of Pennsylvania, and they're going to throw our industry, and they're going to take it immediately. And you want to talk about a COVID-19 recovery, right there they got it. Because they're, they're putting hundreds of millions of dollars into their fossil fuel industry, and we're giving it away, and we're trying to eliminate it. And we need to wake up in Pennsylvania, and we've got to start wondering what Governor Wolf is trying to do, putting us into this multi-state regional greenhouse gas initiative, that we have no business joining. We have nothing in common with the rest of the states that are in that. And every one of those states pay the highest electricity prices in the country. Just look it up in the Energy Information Administration, the U.S., and it'll show you 
some of them are paying double of what Pennsylvania pays currently, and we're uh, under the national average. Uh, uh, Jimmy Chu? Yeah. Uh, you know, what do you, you know, react to that. Well, you know, I, 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 well, like Sean's saying, you know, and man, I hope them guys don't don't adopt Reggie over there because we're living it here in New Jersey, you know. And I got we got some very good politicians over here, but their backs are up against the wall. No matter where they turn, they're getting beat over the head by these activists uh, that are, that are pushing this agenda. New Jersey, this, this boilermaker local here in New Jersey was we were a million man hour a year local and then came the new green deal we can't even get four hundred thousand man hours i got people starving to death over this thing it's got to stop absolutely it, I'll go ahead, Joe. i just want to do a quick id and uh, it's the labor show here on talk radio 1210 wpht i want to set the table again j doc john bland business manager of local 13 uh, is with us Jimmy Chu, business manager of Local 28, and Sean Steffi, the business agent of Local 154. And you know, Jay Doc, I'll come back to you in just a sure. second. As Sean, uh, as Sean was referencing uh, what was happening outside of uh, the state of Pennsylvania, I'm sitting here. Here we sit in Philadelphia, and I'm thinking about our sister station out in Pittsburgh, yeah. uh, KDKA, which is the sister station to WPHT. Uh, man, I want to start playing this show, broadcasting this show uh, out there. The public needs to know. I want to know how many people like me don't know. I, don't, well, I, 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 think, I think everybody will raise their hand. We don't know this. Well, I mean, they don't know what the, 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 the tidal wave that's going, to, uh, that's going to hit us all. Let me just say this. Uh, John Bland, you know, you're, you're an inspiration to me. And when, when I talk to, uh, you know, and I, when I hear Jimmy Chu talk about, uh, you know, the man hours that have gone down. And I know you guys, you know, you guys are 40 environment. You're team players. You want to work together. You're not saying we don't need, we don't want, you know, uh, you know, solar panels or, or uh, you know, wind, you know, all those things. Um, you're saying it's better together. And, you know, you tell me what, what's going on with your members. And, you know, you have members working in Alaska because of what just – the ridiculous situation that just happened, uh, you know, at, at the refinery in South Philly. Tell me what you go through on a daily basis, uh, you know, when you got to face your members. Uh, and, and, and what do you tell them with, with, with these things that just don't make – just don't make sense? Well, it doesn't make sense – you know this whole thing we're talking about with the red, the Reggie, what with, with uh, Governor Wolf's trying to do. I mean, this uh, executive order is devastating, and this whole thing with the Green New Deal, and we've been talking about this. You know, it's heartaching when I got to send guys, whether it be Alaska, I got guys working in South Carolina, I got guys working. I actually had opportunities to send them overseas. And there was an opportunity to send them to India. That all fell through because of COVID-19. And then I come to the realization, I made a few phone calls to the contractor. Oh, by the way, it's a refinery. And then come to look at the industrial info and everything that I look at. Their product is coming to the Northeast. So you're going to shut my jobs down here in Pennsylvania. I got to send my guys over there. They can't tuck their kids into bed at night. They can't go to their play. But all of a sudden, they're going to send their product here. These environmentalists don't get it. They ought to wake up because every one of them that comes to these town meetings, 
They're still driving their cars. They're still running gas to, you know, on their stove at home. They're still right. heating their house with, with fossil fuel. They got to wake up. Uh, yeah, and and at the end of the day, we're giving away our our, our self sufficiency. We're we're giving away. We we just got it, and it just doesn't make sense. It's ridiculous, and we're and we're losing thousands of jobs in the process. Doesn't make sense at all. Tax tax dollars we're losing. The labor exactly. show. Yeah, and like I said, you got some. You got the share group out there. You know, up until 2012, they took over 25 million dollars in donations for the fossil industry. All of a sudden, we're the bad guys. What happened to starting working together? The Labor Show here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT with the Boilermakers. We have one commercial break to get through, and then we'll come back, J-Doc, uh, on the other side, uh, try and rehash some of the conversation and get the most important points up to the top of the surface oh, yeah. uh, in our final segment. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show are sponsored by IATSE Local 8, District 1199C, and News Guild 10. And back here on the Labor Show with J Doc, I'm Joe Krause coming to you on a Saturday night. J Doc, uh, not a lot of time in this last segment. Let's get to it. Uh, great conversation uh, with the Boilermakers. Yeah, no, I want to shout out to all thirty thousand plus uh, Boilermakers listening from around the country, and want you to know that we're pulling for everybody, and we're not going to stop until the word gets out. Also, J Doc, I'll go on record and say this: we could. We're willing to use this big platform right. that we have uh, to drive the message. Yeah, Anything that, we that, need, we that's a the, given. That's a given, but we also want to get the word out to the general public who's about to get screwed royally. And it's a, it wouldn't be the first time, so it's ridiculous. Having said that, Jimmy Choo, you know, in this last set, let's talk about you know the top three issues here. What If, if, if there's one thing you want to say to the general public right now, what is it? Yeah, yeah, Joe. Basically, what I would tell the general public is, and it would be something that my dad told me growing up when I did something bad, and he asked, why'd you do it? And I'd say, well, Johnny did it. And he said, if Johnny would tell you to jump off a bridge, would you? Right. Right? Right. And so do your own research and make your own decisions and stop allowing these special advocacy groups to make the decisions for you. Enough is enough. Be your own person. Make your own decisions on this. That's what I would like to leave everybody with. And uh, Sean Steffi, uh, you know, your, your, your number one issue here, and what, what should the general public be doing, and what message should we be sending to, to our political leaders? Well, I would like to send a message to the rest of the building trades in Pennsylvania because there's not – the UA, the pipe fitters, everybody else, the iron workers, they're not really involved in all the building trades in the solar and wind uh, jobs, projected green jobs. But every one of us got jobs in our gas fire power plants, our coal fire power plants, our petrochemical plants, our refineries, our steel mills. We're all intertwined, and we're getting ready to take a big hit in that. And it's time to wake up because the Green New Deal and projected green jobs isn't going to put us to work. So let's do it with uh, good stewards in the environment, and let's move forward with technology like carbon capture, which is a proven that's already taken place in this country, and let's go. Let's get the job done, and let's get it going on. Back in Pennsylvania, sweet, continue to be a leader. Absolutely. And, 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 and Jimmy, let's, let's talk about carbon, you know, before we go to John, but let's talk about carbon capture and, and the technologies that can bring, you know, the fossil fuel industry 
into compliance with the expectations of reducing CO2 emissions? Okay, Joe. Well, well, basically, a gas plant runs 40% less uh, emissions uh, out than a coal plant does. But this carbon capture technology will will bring it to zero, actually, right, because they're going to use it for a a vast variety of things. They can either put it into the ocean where there's already CO2 in there, or they're going to be using it for for possibly – piping it to or, or uh, transferring it to uh, oil fields, right, uh, where they're fracking shale. Because once an oil field is done, as I understand it, there's st- it's only about 50% done, and it needs the pressure to push it up. So what they do is they, instead of pumping the water in there where you see the hydro fracking, which is a big deal with the aquifers, this is another uh, avenue to do this that is not going to cause the, uh, the, the water system to, to be, uh, you know, contaminated. So by doing this, you can repressurize the, uh, the oil fields underground and, and get all the product, meaning the oil, out of the ground without using uh, the hydrofracking end of things and, and contaminating the, the water system. So, so, the, so we have technology that can, that can do what, whatever it takes and you know, we, there's no reason we need to be snowballed by a bunch of environmentalists that are that that really have their own agenda. Um, John They're Bland, exactly. John Bland, <laughs> we, 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 no, no. I mean, Sean Steffi's. I love it. I love his man. passion, man. He tells it the way it is. You're Sean, right. well done, brother. Uh, John, John Bland, there's a solar uh, panel crisis that's coming. Talk about it. What? I'm sorry. Say that again. The, there's a solar panel crisis coming. Talk about it. Uh, if you want to start talking about the major crisis that's going to happen ar- around the world, I'd like to say, well, first of all, where are these being built at? Where are they being made? Where are they being shipped to? Where the, whether it's from the United States. So the solar panel crisis, if you want to talk, start talking, one of the places is Japan. The environmental Ministry issued a warning that the amount of solar panel waste that Japan produces each year is like to increase from 10,000 tons to like almost 800 tons by 2040. So we're talking about all the chemicals that we discussed over this show today. What are you going to do with that? That's just that's just Japan. That's not China, who's probably going to be a lot worse than that. That's, so, so so the bottom line is, I mean, we're not being. I mean, we're people are being duped here by a by a deceptive situation that's not only going to possibly not. It work when 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 there's no wind and, and and there's no sun. It's actually not you know it's not green. It's not new green. It's not going to help the environment. It's going to hurt the environment, and it's going to cost us you know hundreds of thousands of jobs. Okay, yeah. I mean, this sounds like a great deal. This sounds awesome. The American people should be on the on the phone with their politicians tomorrow. You're, well, you guys aren't saying get rid of, uh, you know, solar energy. You're saying we, we can't just wipe fossil fuels that are in over 6,000 products and services that we have work together. It's ridiculous. We're energy sufficient for once in our life. Like, you know, we, we go try to fix something that's not broken, make it worse. It's ridiculous. Guys, Joe, yeah. wind and solar also bring little to no value to the electric grid. When the sun doesn't shine, and Sean talked about that earlier, and the wind doesn't blow at a set speed, it destroys the grid. It spins reserve mode, it spins peak mode, and it spins back mode. You know what? Let me ask you a question. We want to talk about renewables and run everything like that. 
the reality is you started a Facebook page on about bringing bad jobs back to the United States. Yep. When you talk about something like that, Joe, when you want to bring jobs back to the United States, first of all, this is not about R's or about D's. This is about J for jobs. Yep. That's when about you the... want to talk to about a major corporation, a major player that wants to come to the United States, whether it be Pennsylvania, New Mexico, wherever it may be, the first thing they want to talk about is, could you guarantee me power? If you cannot guarantee me that power, why should I come to the United States? Oh, if the wind's not blowing, I don't know if I can do it. How are you going to back that up? It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. John Bland, business manager of Local 13, Jimmy Chu, business manager of Local 28, and Sean Steffi, business agent, Local 154. Uh, Collectively, uh, all three gentlemen, great uh, job tonight on the show, and thank you so much uh, for kicking us off. And, and giving us the opportunity to tell the story. And, and tell lot, the facts. Lots more shows with the Boilermakers. We're going to be doing this every month until we get the results that we need. Uh, guys, you guys are awesome. Keep doing what you're doing for your members. you got a partner in us. All right, that's going to do it for uh, our number one of uh, the Labor Show with Jay Doc and Krause as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Don't forget, coming up in hour number two, Sam Pond uh, will be with us. Wendell Young will join us. Uh, and Chris Woods from 1199C, all in hour number two. Hour number three, John Doherty, on behalf of J-Doc, on behalf of all of our listeners, and on behalf of the 30,000 members of the Boilermakers, I'm Joe Krause. See you on the other side of the break.